people. He's still there. He is here. He is here. He is here. That's when they lost it. It's like Weldon. Dude's coming for you. There's a god somewhere. Oh, you mean like Wolfie the cookie god? Sure. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Mm. Can we add Henrietta? Yeah. <laughs> like you need a microphone for that though. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> might have to mix that up, bro. Got a got a healing in my. Oh, let me see. I hope my joints still work. I see that it's. Uh, oh. You're saying a lot of pausable stuff this, oh. this evening. I know. My bad. I didn't really. Un- no, no, no. That's good. So okay. it was less work on the way out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he is here. Is here. <laughs> so what you want to talk about? You want to talk about what? Yeah, I'm looking at the thing. I forgot. You yeah, what y'all was talking about? Right? Yeah, I was talking about talking about something. We've talked about uh, talking about something a lot. Uh, a lot. Yeah, that last joke y'all said, I just said, kiss my ass. I didn't respond to it. <laughs> I didn't see any K- KMAs. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I, just, I, I thought it and let dudes. it go. <laughs> He's like a... It's okay, guys. These guys, man. <laughs> Coping mechanisms, past and future. I don't know what that means. Yeah. You do. You mean how to deal with stress? How to, de- how to deal with dealing with stuff. Oh. Mm, past and for what is the past and future? I guess that's like how you dealt talking. with stuff in the past and how you deal with it now. Uh, <laughs> how you cope with what rejection? Everything. I know how I dealt with it with women. <laughs> On to the next one. And <laughs> 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 now Weldon's here. <laughs> he is here. He the most. Doing the most. We good? Oh, we recording. Let's let's go. Coping mechanisms, bro. Oh, let me what we gonna do? Because the other are one was the feasibility of us people of color staying here versus leaving. Ooh, that's a deep one. I like that one too. Ooh. Should that's I stay a, or should I go? That's a good one. But you think that's too heavy right now? Or what? I mean, it's up to you. I don't care. That's a heavy joint though. Leave. That becomes leave, go where, every, I mean. Yo, did you see there's a um, a collective of black professionals who bought 90 acres in Georgia? Yes, yes. Or was it I 19? did see that story. 90, it was about 90, it was 90 acres, yeah. Why did I think it was 19? Nah, it couldn't COVID have been 19. as small as 19. I think, it was 90. I think I saw some. Sure is that 90. the one with the, I saw something else with a collective of black folks that bought some acres trying to reestablish Black Wall Street. Is that, that's not the same mm, one? That's, I, I don't. Think it's the same one? Yeah. I saw the one in, in, in Georgia. I, think I don't think it was 
Atlanta per se, but I think it was somewhere in Georgia. Yeah, I think I saw one for 19 acres, and they were attempting to recreate. I've been talking about that, not just, you know, us as a black community doing it, but I have some good friends, some coworkers who are just tired of the rat race, and we kind of joke about it, but not really joking about it, like... Oh, here was. I'm sorry. It was 19 families purchased over 90. There you go. Yeah, 19 yeah, families. Yeah, yeah, so that's the one with the black, white, Wall so Street. I think. 1990. Chuck Brock jumps up on the scene. <laughs> 1990. All right. <laughs> but yeah, a couple of friends and a couple of coworkers that were that um, seriously would consider like getting some land up like north up north New York. You know what I'm saying? Like Catskills area, building a commune farming land if it's arable you know what i'm saying and just doing stuff like that i watched a dope um documentary though it was about i can't remember the name of it but it was about this guy who came from india and i think he went to utah or one of those like western but not all the way western states where you get like 20 acres for a dollar yeah it was something like that and then they it was a cult you know what i'm saying they they, they said it was a religion but mm. it was a cult and he built a, a serious following and they built they they had land and they started like developing the land and they were trying to incorporate they actually ended up winning like seats or even, i don't even know if it was the mayorship of the town that was trying to fight them mm. it was a dope, That's powerful dope right there. documentary That's powerful. i'm gonna get you the name later <coughs> on but yeah man I would love to get some like stupid amount of land, like fifty acres, you know, just for my own purposes. Like I want to go hunting and all of that stuff and camping, you know, and be able to do it on your own land would be nice. But even if you, you know, start to build up a little commune that you could get away when necessary, I, I'd love to escape the rat race, man. Collectivism. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, stuck to my cousin and uh, became an investor in a business. He's like, you know what? I do not want to work anymore. No. I'm just going to invest in this in this um, venture. Mm. And I wish him luck. Get his returns. Wish him well. I hope it works out. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, then he won't have, don't have to work anymore. Yeah. That's uh, passive income, they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to do that when I was younger, too. But I kind of got caught up with some other stuff. You know, property. Mm-hmm. Um, investment property and you know I got one but um, I wanted to do more but you know life comes at you so you do what what comes at you but definitely the passive income is the best way to go because yeah. it's just recurring without you doing anything mm-hmm. you know? yeah man sounds good I, 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 I need to probably do a little more research on that definitely. is that a type of collective you were talking about Something along those lines? I just I definitely think that if we're talking about a particular community, black community or just families together, I think collectivism is the, the way to go about it. Somebody proposed this idea to me a couple years ago and I thought it was a great idea. A friend of mine in Philly said that she was working with a couple of families or maybe it was her whole extended family. They were gonna buy a big house where everybody could Living. live in that house yeah, yeah and everybody would pay whatever portion of the mortgage but it, it would be like a big community and then they just kind of like this collective this collective idea everybody living there in a house big enough where everybody could still have their own space uh to do their own thing to be their own individual family but at the same time everybody's 
working together. They own everything together. They're all they they, they are all responsible collectively for the uh, upkeep and the maintenance of the property. Isn't that one of the like uh, often um, criticized aspects of of black people? Is that uh, that's that's an area that we could say we lack. What area is that? Collectivism. Like, um, for instance, I, you know, during this whole thing, pandemic and the uh, culture that's out now, uh, especially about, you know, how community or society seems to have a lower value on black people and people of color in general, uh, is looking to have, you know, certain services at my house, certain work done. Mm -hmm. So... I was like, all right, you know, maybe I should look up to see if there's any minority-owned contractors know, or whatever contractors, yeah. you know, tree cutters, all this sort of things, and couldn't find any yeah. for well for our area. I couldn't yeah, up find here, any. yeah. So, yeah, it's gonna be hard up here. So it was, it was not necessarily a slap in the face; more of like a motivation. It was mm. Like I see an area uh, of opportunity of opportunity yeah, that yeah, I might yeah. have to. Uh, yeah. You remember our coach in high school, when uh, you would mess up for the football team, he would um, give you, like during practice, he would give you, you would have to run if you messed up, right? And he wouldn't call it running. What he would call it is opportunity. And I kind of took his terminology mm -hmm. and use it in my work uh, place, like when I'm giving reviews to, to my direct reports. Right. You know, I, I won't say that they're lacking or anything like that. I say these are areas of opportunity. Right. You know, and mm -hmm. I, I, you just brought it up when yeah. you say area of opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a market that you can get into a minority owned contracting business up here for whatever it is, right? Because there's not many there. It, it, but is there a market for it? Is that, that's the question. I think there's always going to be. Um, right now, you know, I I think, like I said, it goes along with the culture that we're devalued. Mm. So a lot of times, if somebody sees something that's minority owned, they might they might not go there first. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but in this type of climate, I feel like it's the perfect time to kind of move away from that. Mm. And 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 when i was looking i decided that was going to be the first thing mm -hmm. that i look i would you know i wouldn't just go to um the phone book or right, right. phone book yeah. how old am i yeah, yeah. no i get with you <laughs> the virtual phone book yeah right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like uh, i give it a shot you know usually it's word of mouth mm -hmm. um is the first did you get my telegram first <laughs> notice i would go to <laughs> telegram i'm still working on smoke signals <laughs> had the fire department just, <laughs> just the other day but yeah I, I think it's a a great opportunity um for people of color to, to look for minority-owned business uh women-owned business to you know it's possibly change the narrative about them so you think this season is because I, I, I would find it almost harder for a, a minority to start a business in the midst of all this not necessarily start a business okay but the businesses that are out there now oh okay highlight and promote like, them right or, oh, yeah, or yeah. just or just seek them out 
seek them out initially. Okay. Like they would thrive now in this climate. Right. You I think? F- I feel like a. I feel the like there's people businesses. that are are trying to thrive, and I think there are people that are kind of. Um, what do they call it? That's like vulture capitalism. They call it. So yeah. this is like. This is like a tough time for people of color and black people, right? But there's people that will use that tough time to pro- to be profitable right. or exploit the right. situation right. to their benefit, that right. sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I definitely understand that. It's a capitalist system. You, It's what's going to happen. But on the other end of that, I feel like if you, you know, seek out minority-owned business and, um, you know, trying to look for that first especially well, if you're a minority so i think it would be a good market because i think there are way more minorities who live up here now and even if you don't get a good size of the non-minority market with whatever business you have i think like drew is saying you would get much more consideration from the minority market which may give you especially if you have a business that's in demand at this point, right? And if you're a minority business owner for a business that's in demand, those minority, um, uh, those people who are minorities who are looking to employ that business for whatever they want to do would, like Drew said, maybe look first for a minority contractor or or business to do the work that they want to do. And if you are there, that might be a boon to you, to your Mm -hmm. business, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I wonder how many people have truly turn to that mindset in in i guess in the midst of or or because of covid-19 I, I i don't know if i'm a as big as a believer that people will search out minority businesses well, i don't think it's cuz of covid-19 no, yeah. okay no, no, what, no, what no. am i missing i'm missing something of, the, the the racial divide the yeah the social aspect of mm-hmm. what's going on in the country okay. right now oh, all right so you're saying as a result of that it would be good to seek out minority-owned businesses right okay okay so not you know it in an in an attempt Mm -hmm. to bring up you know bring up businesses that might all be forgotten Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and at the same time minority businesses you get your presence out there because if i if i'm searching and I can't find any. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't exist. Yeah. It's just that your presence is, mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Yeah, out in the yeah. in the webs. I'm 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 a strong believer in what we were talking about and initially about this whole collectivism. I think that's a way to combat um a lot of what we see going on right now. I think that a, there's a lot of collectivist themes that are being talked about now. Whether you call it universal something or worldwide something but i think covid19 has a you know um so let me ask you highlighted a lot of the can you de- define of like collectivism a little so i think for instance we were talking about um earlier you know i think you were mentioning somebody that that um wanted to buy land or somebody that bought land or you were thinking about just buying acres and having a commune somewhere that yeah. type of living, I think, what we see, what COVID has also exposed to us is the the ruthless nature of capitalism, right? Um, there are some, I guess some would say some of the benefits of capitalism is you have the opportunity to really prosper and profit. But the other side is that, you know. You get smacked down, yeah, too. You can get, yeah, you can, and it can really hurt. So Because the dude, mm-hmm. 
one example I saw was this dude bought was a, like I don't know a couple thousand um, bottles of wipes or was it Lysol spray? Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the two, mm-hmm. right? He saw he saw something coming, and he got ahead of it, yeah. which is total capitalism. Right. And they you know they were like, you can't do this. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Was he trying to sell it? Like he was yeah, trying yeah, to sell yeah. it, right? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was selling it. At, like, it was the same like, thing. They did profit. Yeah, they they um they raided somebody's house in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, they had five hundred boxes, like the size of you know that tall, but that wide too. You know, of of N95 masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they went in and they seized them all. Yeah, right. yeah. Instead of letting them profit but I, I was saying the other side of capitalism being that on one side you have people yeah have winners and profit. losers yeah winners and losers yeah. but the way to kind of combat that I, you know blacks in america have always been as a collective on the losing side because it, it, it's, it's never really worked out in our favor as a mass definitely you have some individuals i don't think it works out for anybody in well, mass. Then the question is like well at least one question is how would that commune function one in and of itself as an economy because it's going to be some sort of economy Mm -hmm. and then two how does it play with the economy that it's functioning within right because it's still going to be within i'm assuming like the continental united states Mm -hmm. and so there's going to have to be some sort of integration or commerce between the commune's economy and the economy at large um and then the social impacts of it do people look at it with scorn mm-hmm. who looks at it with scorn and what do they do because they're scornful well i think there's some communities that do it anyway for instance you know we make fun of and i, I not we as in you guys specifically no, but i, I hear <laughs> i hear a lot of people making fun of uh, our Mexican brothers and sisters, they'll say, oh, you no, know, I don't do that. They, yeah, they'll, they'll live in uh, a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be a whole bunch of them living yeah, in one yeah, house, yeah, or a yeah. whole bunch, uh, yeah. a whole bunch of them in a car. But working I'm, hard, yeah, working yeah. hard. But they, what they do is they pull their resources and they're living in one space and as save a, their money, right? And yeah. Save yeah. their, their money, money yeah. or send it, back. send it back, right? Right. Yeah. Where it's so that stretches. right, and that's like an example of somebody who's or a family or a group of folks who are using this shared idea. And, you know, even though they're within a capitalist system, they within themselves, they're practicing a type of collectivism and they're doing some sacrifice. What we or rugged individualists might consider sacrifices. Right? Well, I think in a lot of non-American uh, communities mm-hmm. um, that there's a lot of that sentiment, like children stay home mm-hmm. and until they like. Like, just take the Indian, like, in India, mm-hmm. over in Asia, mm-hmm. right? Their community, you know, and, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just generalizing here. But what they do is, boy or girl, you stay home until you get married. And even then, when you get married, that person you get married might move into the house that your parents and your grandparents still live in, mm-hmm. right? Even in, uh, like, Jamaica, where my families from which i can speak to best because Mm -hmm. it's what i know you don't put parents in homes right when they get to a point where they can't care for themselves they come back to live with you Mm -hmm. you know so that's a form of that community that you're talking about of that um ability to come together and 
you know, pool your resources so that you're not so stretched yeah. in doing it on your own. Like, yeah. you know, our my stepkid, you know, she's in her 20s, late 20s, mm-hmm. and she still lives at home. Now, she works full time. Don't yeah. get me wrong. She's going to school full time, you know. she. But what's the point in sending her out to spend that money when she could save that money? Right. And yeah, I think a lot of people have started to realize that, you know, um, it doesn't make sense to to do, you know, what we did in the past, which was, you know, go out and strike out on your own in yeah. 18. It's yeah, that's what they taught you about. That's how capitalism survives, right. is that what they teach you? You got to go out and make your own way. No, that's so that the country can survive and this pyramid scheme that we call capitalism can continue to thrive. That's why they told you that. That's why you're taught that. That's why when you're 18, you're an adult and they can kick you out of the house and sometimes do because if you can start to make your own way, and by make your own way, they mean buy, 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 purchase, 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 mm-hmm. you know, uh, consume, consume, consume. That is part of capitalism. That's how capitalism lives, thrives, and continues to grow. Yeah. I just think I think collectivism, <clears throat> if there's any point where collectivism could be taken advantage of, I think this is the time to take advantage of it. Um yeah, it's like a natural segue. Yeah, I just think it's this is and I and and I think and communities I like writing device like Chinatown, that's a that's a that's an entire town or community of folks who have lived in this collective idea. Uh, but it's not. You said the Mexicans first. Mm-hmm. The Asians do. You said Chinatown. Chinatown is an. I think that's a visible explan, uh, uh, example of a whole community. The Jewish community does. Yeah. It? There are. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's an American thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying right now is the time. Yeah. I think that in the black community to rethink, we need to rethink the yeah. role of collectivism for yeah. ourselves. You hear it a lot. A lot of people say we need to work together, buy black, support black. But but I'm saying if we take it even to the point of hey, we need to. We've just read about the 19 families who bought 90 acres, right? We, if we pull our resources together, that's a collective idea that if we collectively as a community figured out how we wanted to spend the, the $1.9 trillion that we spend annually, right? And if we do, and I'm saying sacrifices for those who can't see in air quotes because some of the sacrifices wouldn't necessarily be sacrifices right. if your value system is a certain way. Right. So, for example, having my own room, right? Well, you may not get that if you try to live in a collective way. But that, I mean, we or I might see that as a sacrifice because of the way I grew up. But really, not if my value change, if my value system change and shifts and is more about the collective, it may not be a a value system. So I, I really think that, you know, this is a and I think whether it be COVID-19 or the racial injustice, but all this stuff helps accentuate truly how uh, uh, how uh, much inequality exists in the capitalist system. I think that the best way to combat it is, you know, through collectivism, you know, instead of one person looking to buy a property, hey, get, get, get with somebody, get with a family, get two families together and say, yo, let's buy a big property. Yeah. Let's see if we can both live in this big house. We both pull our money together and we both live in this big house. I think it's hard for the black community to go there because to me that is 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 jumping over a natural step in the progression in the progression to that. Historically, blacks have not owned property. 
right? Here. And so, right. Here. Mm-hmm. And so what they would want to, well, I mean, that's what we're talking about, You're collectivism right. mm-hmm. here, right? Because mm-hmm. we have collectivism in other black communities in other countries in the world, but we don't really have it here. So I, I think the next step is for them to own their own property. Right. And I think what you're suggesting kind of jumps over owning your own property. But I think that's the I think that's the capitalist aspect of it. So, for instance, like I bought my own property because for me, I felt like that was a progression for me. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I think more from the black American because they were property. Mm-hmm. They then want their own property. Like, right. I, I don't know if it's a capitalistic view that they're espousing with that. I think mm-hmm. it comes more from a. We were beaten down for so long. For so long. Way. I want to get my own. We're I don't want to have to. I've been sharing right, a, right. a room, mm-hmm. you know, throughout most of American history with my brothers and sisters who were slaves. And now that we have this opportunity to. You know, not be under that oppression. Mm-hmm. I I want to now go out and, and get flex. my own. Yes, yeah. not but even that's just like, flex, but just like, huh? You know what I'm saying? But that's the value system I'm talking about. That's that's the aspect of it. I think we need to reevaluate because I totally understand it. Hey, I have never had my own. I'm in a nation that has. Yeah. I've been property. I can't get. So now I have the opportunity to get a pro- p- piece of property. I'm going to jump at that opportunity. Yeah. But just but, think, yeah, just think about it. Instead of a. Uh, uh, a single family or a single person right. buying a, this is just for um, circuit, um, example, a single person buying a $200,000 right. single family home. Right. Right. Say now you have four people get to get pool together and buy $600,000 house. Like, yeah. Or, Right, well, the same two hundred thousand dollar house, same two hundred dollar uh-huh. house, uh, okay. and pay it off right. that much faster. Uh-huh. Or, um, what, what's the two, two duplex, like a duplex, or a row mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. renting some, you know, a multi-family some, something, home, something, something like more that. along the lines of building. Yeah. But let's say wealth afterward, and, and I, I feel that especially too, especially on down payments and right. extra payment, all the, all that right, stuff, right, and, right, you know. Right. But I also feel, and I think that's good. But I also feel like. In this collective, like so, f- for instance, I let's say I got a house that was two hundred thousand. That's what I qualified, and I wanted to get property. But what if I had a brother, my brother, or somebody else to say, "Hey, man, let's go in together and see if we can get something four hundred thousand." Yeah, yeah, and it'll be bigger, so that you know, even if we have family, like we start talking about this collective idea of living. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm saying that to say, you know, this idea of collectivism, if Instead of me, and I get it, right, because I, I want my own property. Instead of me saying, yo, I need to buy me some property, if I could get up with somebody else that says, hey, man, let's let's see how much we could pull in our resources together. How can we maximize what we make together? What's the, what's the best we could do together? No, I see what you're saying, but I think I didn't explain my point in that. So clearly, I think there's a natural progression mm-hmm. where people come up out and then start being able to do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then the natural progression from that is, all right, we've done for ourselves for a while now. What's next? You know, I think it's a natural progression. I don't know if it's something we're taught. It could be. Mm -hmm. But to me, and and maybe because I'm a part of this system, it feels like a natural progression. Right. I think that's what I'm saying. It's hard to change that mentality if you didn't have that middle step first. And that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of us have been socialized to, you know, really accentuate the individual 
uh, reward per sure, se sure. or the individual benefit. So, you know, the idea of buying property with somebody else might come after the idea of let me buy my own property first. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and what I'm saying, and I, I get that, I get that if you want to call it progression, I think that, but part of that happens as a result of us being so ingrained in this capitalist system. Yeah, it could be. But I think that some of the ways that other cultures, because other cultures have had to, they haven't had it as hard or had to do it as hard as African-Americans have, but other cultures have still had to have to, had to try to assimilate into this culture. And what they had done while they were assimilating was live in a collective way, and African Americans didn't necessarily do that. Sure, mm-hmm. and I, we didn't do that because one, our our history in the United States is unique to anyone else. So we are, as a group of people, we are that one group of people that is here that did not come here voluntarily. Right. So we don't look at this country as this is the place where you can get more opportunity. Right. Not collectively. Right. We we look at this like I I always tell people when I I, I talk to my uh, Latino brothers and sisters when when they talk about coming to this country, they'll they'll quit, "Hey man, this is the place of opportunity." Yeah. And I don't have that same sentiment, yeah. Yeah. right? But because I don't have that sentiment, I'm saying other cultures while they were trying to assimilate, they were living collectively. They were living to themselves yeah. by themselves. They were sending money back home. They were living in homes and living together. And I just think this is a good time as money as, as any to re- maybe revisit that maybe for the first time. I say revisit it but for so, the first time so in the so black So how community. do you go about changing that mentality? Because that's mm. going to be have to be the first step, right? Yeah. Uh people, you know, regardless of the socioeconomic status, they want their own Right, they want their own apartment. They want their own car. Mm-hmm. They want to feel some sort of independence. Yeah, be definitely. able to make and spend their own money, even if it's not beneficial to them. I get it. That is some sort of validation. You that want they get. it? Yeah, I you want like, it. I feel like the first step is to show that it can work. I feel like if you have an example, like mm. if some, if 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 this night, if this, if this, um, ex, I don't know if I should call it an experiment, but if this, um example of those 19 families that bought the 90 acres in georgia Mm. flourishes Mm -hmm. i think that would be the first step you if you if you can see that it can work or that somebody puts in that work to make it work yeah and it and it becomes successful or the uh, even if it's a modicum of of success Mm -hmm. i think that would be the first step because there's a a big underlying factor of selfishness, selflessness yeah. that comes with that. And yeah. I think that's so the first you step. You have to give that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first step. <laughs> I think the one. first step, and it's tough, so it may come, I think this is the real first step, but instead, because it's so tough to do, Andrew's suggestion might actually end up being the first step, right. seeing it. Right. But I think the first step is we have to begin to collectively teach ourselves that the self is never that important than the whole. There's the a community. reprogramming right. process that has, has to. to go on. Yeah. Yeah. That the self cannot be seen as the center of the of attention. The collective has to be the center of attention. And that's a hard thing to do, especially when you've been living under a capitalist system that highlights individualism Individual. all the time mm-hmm. and individual success. And so much of we as black men like us so much of what we do i know for me like some a lot of my achievements are quote unquote my achievements mm-hmm. right they make up who i am because mm-hmm. of the things i have achieved not yeah. a lot of we mm-hmm. but i think that's what the shift goes so because that's going to be so hard to do 
not impossible, but it is hard to do. But there is going to have to be a reprogramming. What I think Andrew said is they're going to a visible model has to be there. That's going to have that might be the first step. But I would say even if this that group, 19 black families that bought 90 acres in Georgia, even if that fails and I hope it doesn't. But even if it fails, we have to understand that there's other examples where it have worked here is it may not. I mean, it may not be black folks, but there are examples of, like you oh, mentioned, yeah. the Jewish community, oh, yeah. the, the Asian community, yeah. the Latino or the Mexican community. Yeah. They have lived in a collective way. But we have been taught and, and socialized to make fun of that type of lifestyle, mm -hmm. especially when we've seen it. We don't really make fun of it as a nation when we see it in the Jewish community. We look at it as a strength in the Jewish community. Yeah. But it's talked about as a weakness, like in the Mexican community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's some racial implications as well. But when you that that example works and when you see how it you know, how you can pull some other folks up when you don't make yourself the center of focus and enjoy this collective thing. You're right. It's going to take a, a massive reprogramming because a lot of us have been programmed to look at ourselves as the center of attention. Well, what, what is another one, too? There's a there's another example, and it's on a smaller scale, um, but it's a group of people. Um, say they say it's like ten ten people get a thousand dollars together, mm -hmm. right? It's ten thousand dollars. The first person uh, has the ten thousand yeah. dollars. Like I I I don't know the in outs of Jamaicans of, call it partner, partner, and then some other I think Haitians call it susu. Mm. Yeah, it's where that. you go. It's like a round robin. You yes. all collectively put in a, some mm -hmm. money into a pot, and one person gets it one week. The next person gets it the other week. So it's sort of like a savings program that mm -hmm. somebody gets a lump sum of money that they can do whatever they want to do. And then depending on how many people are in it is dependent on when you get it. And then you know, but you put in. So it's it's kind of it, it, it's a it's a it's a forced savings account, so to speak. Is it almost like a credit union? No, 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 no. Okay. It's literally me, like, you, yeah. and yeah. Drew say we're going to put in $100 a Each, week. Right. You get $300 a first week, so you can go do whatever you want to gotcha. do. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so yep. It, it, it's something. And they end up starting, usually, right. they're right. like a start a business right. mm -hmm. or buy a house mm -hmm. or, you know, there's a, there's a, but it's a, it's a collective uh, on a, on a smaller scale, but right. it's effective. Yeah. Right. I truly think that for black folks to be free and i say that term you know however y'all define it but to be free and liberated in america i think it's, it has to be a collective effort it can't be individual and that that idea of reprogramming ourselves we we're going to have to value the importance of community again i tell you what happens when it when it comes down to individuals because you you've seen it you've seen it so far there's a couple of individuals, black individuals, who've been extremely successful, mm -hmm. and everybody looks to them for right. their help. Right. It's right. either um, first it was Oprah, yeah, then it was Jordan, yeah. mm -hmm. then it was, or maybe first, no, help wise, I think Oprah was yeah, first, Oprah and, then was Jordan. first and then Jordan, and now actually, you know, I think it was Jordan and Oprah because Jordan was in the early '80s where he started playing in the NBA, right? But I, I think at first he wasn't really like maybe I'm, it's around for helping. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right? So if you're so, saying they're offering that yeah, kind of right. assistance, then it was definitely the, Oprah yeah, than Jordan, and then um, so and fast forward to now, and then it's like Barack Obama. People looked him first. Well, you got to go back because Jay Z. Like, you got you can't forget Muhammad Ali. He did a lot. 
Well, no, as I think far he as he offered it though, yeah, Muhammad Ali was like actively yeah. working, offering that help. It wasn't so much that people. Well, you're right. You're right. I, I'm gonna say. I think I you're talking about this perception of who you could ask in the black community to help right. financially. Right, 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 right. 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 And, and, and that's what I'm speaking right, right. to. Yeah, I yeah. think Muhammad Ali was definitely one yeah, of the, right. you know, early adopters Earliest. of that kind of mm-hmm. mentality. Yep. But that and came as a result of his, uh, uh, his thought process, like. Right. Right, right. That but, he put out there. Yeah, but I think now the the, now the qualification on. is: Are you rich? Let's ask them. Whereas before with Ali, it was like, oh, we know how he thinks. He would support this cause. Right. I get what you're saying. Right. But yeah, like now, I think yeah, LeBron. I think Jay Z, Barack. Um, but these are still when you look at it, these are still like individuals. individuals but I hear right. what you're saying. We're That's you're asking them about. because of the, the resources they have to help the collective. Right, 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 right. right. It's, but if we but it's not thinking about a fist coming together, right, right, it's thinking if about these we, fingers. If we were like, hey, instead of Rashad, Andrew, and Weldon asking somebody for a thousand dollars, it's like Rashad, Andrew, and Weldon. Let's figure out. Okay, together we can come up with eight hundred. Yeah, and then let's see what we can do with that. Figure the rest. Right, out. right, yeah. and that, and that's what we want. The community. Can you imagine if um the black community just started buying? I love that idea about the house. I I, I when 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 I heard. The, the the sister say that to me I was thinking do you know what the biggest problem I thought would be that I Trust. couldn't I wouldn't find anybody that said they would be willing to share their space like live yeah. with somebody yeah. all the time yeah well, that, it's a big adjustment well, because when you're coming from living by yourself mm-hmm. and you have to it's I don't want to call it a regression, but it's it's a different it's definitely a different move. It appears that way in, in capitalism. It, right, right, it appears right. to be like a, a regression. regression. Right, right. right, right. And right. Some may interpret it that right, way. Right, right. Because you know there are certain things that you do with your own space that you're comfortable, and now you have to defer to the group mm-hmm. rather than yourself. I, you know, we're starting to talk about the difficulties, mm-hmm. and I think that's an important thing to talk about because it, we can go in bright-eyed and bushy-tailed into this whole right. thing, but we really have to consider the difficulties, Realistic and I parts. think what you were talking about, Weldon, mm-hmm. is that the collectivism that you're talking about is antithetical mm-hmm. to the capitalism that we've been talking about, so there are going to be some outside forces that are going to try to destroy what you're trying to build yep. because it's completely opposite of this system that has built this country from day one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but then again that that comes back to what you were saying before there's um aspects to these things that you'd have to sacrifice and and that also means that maybe maybe that idea of getting your money together to buy a house wouldn't be so tough mm-hmm. if it's your second house. Mm-hmm. Right. right. If you've get, done it before. You get your money together. Right. right. Maybe you don't have to live there. But you know what I mean? Like, you're a part of the solution. Right. Right. But you know what also? Like, for instance. Go ahead. Sorry. So for instance, we get money together and buy um, a small apartment building. Four units, for yeah. instance. Right? Get that together. Buy that piece of property. Yeah. That that I think that's as clear an example of what would. Yeah, need but to what happen. do we do with it then? Do we rent it out? We rent it out because you and I, and you and I, mm-hmm. we are the way our lives are set up. It doesn't make sense to move our lives into one, one area. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, because right. we've we're now we're, we're talking about transitioning. Right. We're talking about transitioning from yeah. how we do it now to how it could be. 
Right. And the most realistic way that I could see is to move it into uh, an investment, a second property, mm-hmm. rather than I got my, I get my six into the house. Right, right, right. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's much tougher that way. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's much tougher that way. That's yeah. that's like a, a different form of collectivism, but that's like collectivism through ownership. Since we own, we're going to figure out who we could rent to and who right. who, who could benefit from the fact that we own this and we're trying to optimize it. But let's say, for instance, because a lot of times, so when that when that sister was telling me this idea, she wasn't talking about like. I know for for investment, she right. was talking about no, no, yeah, her. but I, I meant she also she wasn't talking about like buying a small. She was aiming to buy a a big seven hundred thousand dollar house that three families were going to come together to work to get. Mm-hmm. So it was between her and I think it was three families. They were all related to her, but like let's say it was her sister that had her family. Mm-hmm. I think her mother had uh you know the mother and her like they were all going to come together and buy. I don't know if it was a mansion or not, but it was a $700,000 space. And it was big enough for all of them to have like their some individual, yeah, own yeah. area, some individual space that yeah. you might have with the smaller apartment. Yeah. But then it's, that becomes this, a mansion. You got like, what, yeah, three living rooms? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you got, I, I think you have to. But yeah. I think there's but a maybe progression. It's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's their own personal space. But, but even, common spaces are yeah, common. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there like are the some, kitchen, yeah, there are some common spaces, but you also have some space that was just, just your own. Just your own. Yeah. And, well, I think there has to be a progression, right? Okay. Like, for instance, if, say, we get a plot of land and we start building on that plot of land mm-hmm. and then we have to choose who is okay. going to be a part of that commune right yeah. i think there has to be a progression you still you're gonna for a year there is a plan for you to start giving up some of the things that you have mm-hmm. like first thing is you got to get rid of cable right get rid of cable get rid of cable i'm moving well <laughs> no, I'm just. Playing. Do you though? Because in the Caribbean, you steal satellites and steal no, satellites. No, no, no. I, I don't mean we wouldn't have communication <laughs> mm-hmm. facilities on the commune. What I'm getting at is the ability to get rid of the things that you hold dear to yourself that are individual to you. Right? You can do without certain things that you're used to doing with. And then you figure out, oh, I don't really need that because that then starts to build the mentality that you can live and work with other people in a community that's closer than the communities that we have now. Right. Mm -hmm. I think there has to be some sort of progression or stepwise way of getting because we talked about reprogramming and Mm -hmm. you'd have to program people to be able to live more communally based than they are now. I think some of it will come by trial by error. So. For me, when I think about this, I'm not necessarily thinking about like I, I think like when I hear you talking about Rashad, like you're thinking about it from scratch. Like we bought a plot of land, and yeah. then we gonna figure out from. I'm thinking like more like let's say right now, you Andrew and myself said, "Yo, let's put our resources together and go buy a six hundred thousand dollar house." Okay, for us, for our families. Okay, for us. Yeah, and then our resources will go for that six hundred thousand dollar house, and then. We could buy, or if we want, we don't have to, some of that frivolous, I say frivolous, that comes out of the result of being individualized, we are living communally. We have our own space, but some aspects we just have to do as a community because we live there as a community. Mm -hmm. I see, I see, but what I'm I'm asking is what's the progression after that? 
Okay, so you're saying how to so the progression because that, I'm I'm assuming yes. the goal is, is to get to more people. Have, it's to have a larger community. Right. So I'm thinking it's like that 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 story we heard about the 19 families. Right. So we become the example for three more brothers to do the same thing. Uh-huh. These three brothers now say instead of me buying, I can afford a hundred fifty two hundred thousand dollar house. I get with my man's over here. My man, I seen Rashad, Andrew, and Weldon. They do it, and they got their families there. Yeah. Why don't we do the same yeah, thing? Yeah. Now we buy six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar house, yeah. and I think it's going to be that that progression comes by again seeing. I know what you're saying. The the reprogramming is going to happen, but I know for me, like I didn't realize I had to learn that I didn't need cable per se. Yeah. Right. As opposed to being told before I went in, yo, you don't need cable. Like I started realizing I don't really need cable. <laughs> I, I can get rid of that. Yeah. And, and, but. If you would have told me that, true. if you would have, a lot of people yeah. realize it now. Uh, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. But when you, well, this is speaks that yeah. speaks to what Weldon was yeah. talking about. How this is a natural is progression, yeah, yeah. progression time yeah. to th- start to thinking about, about these. Things. Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. When yeah. you start, but if you would have told me from the jump, like when I got my plate, you ain't gonna get no cable. I, that might have been a harsher, <laughs> like whoa, what? <laughs> like, well, I'm but, out. Yeah, but now I'm in it. <laughs> since I'm in it, and I can see, and I think with communal living. Like let's just say that example I use. If if we got our own space with our families, yeah. we would be getting to see there's some stuff that we were doing individually that we may not need to do yeah. like that. And we can cut a lot of the we could use oh, that our, we shouldn't do. Or shouldn't do. And mm-hmm. we could Yeah, and we could use our that too. Mm-hmm. And we could use because that energy. Now there's um, you know, accountability. accountability. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just responsible for yourself. Yeah. You guys have a. You're gonna. Um, you're not just gonna turn the lights out. Yeah. You're gonna unplug the appliance. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because now every we in this thing shared, and right. I have a responsibility. I don't want no anything happening to you or you because I'm of not, my yeah my imp- negligence. Right, my negligence, my yeah. um, my lack of culpability. And we learn by, I guess, trial and error. But you learn as you go, along with for the babies for the new. They get to see and experience a value system that is different. Yeah. So for them, they don't even feel like it's something they're learning. Right, right. That's just something they're that's seeing. Right, that's right. always been. That's right. what it is. Right. And and I think the example, and I, you know, it, it would be nice if we could buy a couple different properties with it. But again, well, you get the first one. It's like yeah, if we property it, flips. Yeah, but I think if we are the example, we inspire other folks to really consider. This alternative, I say in quotations, this alternative lifestyle for this moment in time. Yeah. Look how successful we are. Like, I mean. I think there would be. I, I mean, I, I, I love the idea. Don't mm-hmm, get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think we need to heavily consider the pushback that we would get. Oh, there'll always be. But there, I mean, there would be some serious because, pu- you know, well, then they're going to start accusing you, you of, you know, uh having multiple wives and women and this and that and it's it's really hard to turn the tide against an established sort of rule set a rule set that people live by but why would they think that but so let i I keep using us example why would they think for instance y'all wives and my wives they're gonna want to tear you down exactly don't understand it they may not think Okay. They may not really think that, but somebody's going to want to tear you down. So then they're going to be like, "That's going to be the first thing that goes." Yeah, through. they're going to be like, "Well, what are they doing? This doesn't seem like American values right, right. here." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you what know? you're saying, but yeah, but that's why we 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 make our lifestyle. We we promote what our lifestyle is. Well, this is why I say a commune. Mm-hmm. Um, 
allows you more of a physical border. Then I think they'll tear a commune down, though. They'll try it. They will. Yeah. But I think there's more of a chance of success with a commune. And I don't necessarily mean a commune by the literal definition okay. of a commune. We talked about the 19 families buying 90 yeah. acres, right? So that, yeah, Something okay. that's like a that. commune. There's okay. a physical border that separates you from the rest of the environment, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can implement your rule sets. You can implement your ethos mm-hmm. on that physical border a lot more readily than doing it in a building that's in a regular community that may look down on you and mm-hmm. start you know, trying to tear you down. And so that's why I say starting from scratch and having the progression of learning how to give up the individualism for the collective over time and then introducing them into the community after they've gone through that period mm-hmm. is a better on-ramp than trying to just do it, you know, uh, it, just cold turkey like that because yeah. it's tough to do and you take transition. A, You got to transition. I, well, I think that that example, I you, think that would be harder. You mm-hmm. guys ever see, there's a show, there was a show mm-hmm. on Vice. It was called Jungle Town. Mm-mm, no, I've never seen it. No. So it was it was called Jungle Town, and it was um, an American entrepreneur who said, you know, we're going to set, we're going to make the most sustainable modern town. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't in America, though. They, they did it in Panama. Mm. But. It was um, an entrepreneur, and I think he had like hundreds of other young people. Some were considered staff, yeah. some were considered interns. Yeah. And the whole idea was it was going to be a sustainable town mm-hmm. that um, had, you know, that had sort of their own. It was basically a commune. There's a group of people trying to. And the the extra difficulty was to be sustainable, so you know, no gas, no oil right. deliveries, right. solar, yeah. you know, whole mm. whole deal. Yeah. And you know, I found I found that interesting because that was a different set of problems. How we get running water? How do we get you know this? How do we feed? How do you know they were trying to decide where they were going to be vegetarians or yeah. or or they were going to slaughter animals right, and, right, right. and there was people inside the commune that had problems with both both ways. sides yeah. yeah so you know it it the what what i took from it was the process of it was fascinating to me hmm. because again if you're going to start one of these things it almost has to be predetermined how far you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. So, if you're if you have a commune or if you say you're trying to expand, you know how no. far are you gonna go? Do no. you do you want are people gonna have jobs outside of the commune? Right. You know what I mean? Or is it gonna be or self sustainable? Just, yeah, right. 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 I guess that's that's way deeper than than I was thinking because I wasn't necessarily thinking of starting all over but i i get i get i I can see why we would value the notion of starting all over or building from the from the you know grass up because um especially in america right because of the system you're gonna have to pay taxes you're gonna pay taxes right right and and not only that but i think we started out talking about the rat race right Mm -hmm. the corporatism of america working until you die basically 
having your health care tied to your job. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I feel like those other concepts um, are sort of married to escaping capitalism, right, mm-hmm. of, of not being in a rat race, not working to the bone. Uh, not work, not doing something that you don't, you know, what, what can you do well and what do you enjoy? And is there a need for that? And can we, you know, as a community, utilize that? And, and if there is, great, we'll put that in. If not, then we got to train you to do something. You know what I'm saying? Kind of mm-hmm. deal. I, I don't, it, it, it's a good step to do it within the current system that you're in, but you're still in the current system, mm-hmm. right? So even though, it seems communal, it's still individual because the individual is gaining to me because they're now not having to pay as much for light bill and cable and the house if they bought it by themselves. So Mm -hmm. we're living communally and yes, we're sharing a space, but I am now benefiting because now I still have the same income, but I'm paying a third or, or, you know, two thirds less. Doesn't that mean everybody benefits though? Everybody in our household benefits. Right, the collective benefits, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, like, I, I just, from where we are now, I just think that we as a people need to really consider, reevaluate, like you said, reevaluate a lot of what we hold dear mm-hmm. as far as <clears throat> our values. So, for instance, if we were able to put three families into a, a household, maybe, and let's just, I'm just saying, and let's just say everybody was married with their children, right? You got husband and wife, husband and wife, husband and wife, and they each got three kids. Well, maybe all six adults don't have to have a nine to five per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody's able to stay home. Maybe. Or they stagger. Uh, say it again. Or they stagger. Yeah, yeah. When they work. Yeah, so stagger they, there's always somebody. Always somebody. Don't. I mean, there's things that. And now and, you're not paying out for daycare. Yeah, I'm things. just saying. Other communities have found a way to do this. Mm. The black community, I think, and I don't know if they've done it consciously, but we have shunned that lifestyle because I think a lot in the black community, a lot of us have bought into the American dream. Mm. We bought into it and it's hard for us to imagine as collectively another way, another way of doing things. Mm. Um, But there's also a ton of people, especially in the black community and um people people of color that have bought into that idea and have worked or spent themselves into debt trying to achieve that collective give me an example i'm not 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 collective oh okay but individually mm-hmm. have bought into that idea of i'm striking out on my own i'm mm-hmm. gonna do oh, this yeah. all and have um purchased themselves or or you know spent themselves into debt so you know if if you present an alternative there's yeah. a good chance that, uh, or even if, or even if if this, um, the partner system mm-hmm. is looked at to escape some of these debts. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm thinking. It's the first steps. I'm thinking that, again, what I'm saying is the collective will eradicate, and maybe I'm missing the opposite side of the coin, but the collective work of groups, families, whatever, will eradicate some of that stress that we put on ourselves as individual families. Yeah. I think you just like saying collective, though. I might. I like it. <laughs> I, I want. I, I really think that part if... Part of the board. Yeah, I think, I think that if we, as a people, had that mindset, you know, and I think there's a unique reason why we don't, though, and I get it, and I think the unique reason is because of how we got here, 
how we were treated, and then when we get to a place where we think we are, I'll say the word, emancipated, where we're not. How you still treated. Yeah, yeah. We're still treated. Uh, I mean, we ain't free. So I'll say emancipated. So so how when you get into a pe- period of where you think you're emancipated, you know, you might want to get some of those things that you've seen defined as free by that society when you were not right. free. Right. So I get it. But when I look at other groups who did not have the same experience as us and when they've had to come to America for, in their mind, a better opportunity, the process by which they sustain themselves so that they could continue to bring more folks over for that opportunity they did it collectively yeah, yeah stop jonesing yeah, yeah. They, definitely they did, did it collectively I stop jones there could be there probably could be different <laughs> levels now that i'm thinking about it mm-hmm. how you explained it uh, and how i'm explaining it i think there can be different levels it is multifaceted and it depends on where somebody is in their yeah. life as to what a level they want to be a part of, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we can still do what you are suggesting, do what I'm suggesting, mm-hmm. and whoever, wherever whoever is at that point in their life, they can make the move, you know, accordingly. Yeah. And I think that would be a, a good on ramp because then when they start doing that, you know, three families to a household, mm-hmm. then maybe the next step is. All right, let's buy a plot of land. Yeah. And not only we do we through three families to a household, but now we have three households with three families each. Mm-hmm. And then we start building like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a progression that way. But yeah. you definitely have to be wary of those forces that want to tear you down because it is the complete antithesis of the the way this country was built. And the his, system this country and was historically, built. America has never supported when black folks came together for the collective. Yeah. We know what happened to Black Wall Street. Regardless for what it was. Regardless. Just whenever they worked together and said, we are going to do this for us, America has always worked to get rid of it. Whether it be Black Wall Street, whatever it is. Civil rights. Right. America has never liked to see, as a nation, America has never liked to see black folks come together and move and operate for the best interests of black folks. So it's going to be attacked on that that level as well. So there's definitely forces that... Uh, will attack it but I do think that this time period is a good time period for us to really reevaluate a lot of stuff yeah I agree because I think you know this season that we're in is so different I don't think there's ever been a season like this in our lifetime right where it just gives us the opportunity to sit back and reevaluate you know like health universal health care is not a bad idea anymore yeah you know? uh, it's it's not even during our <laughs> lifetime it is multi-generational yeah like i don't think we've seen something like this in terms of reevaluation since like world war ii right i uh, really honestly and then before that who knows you or the society being on pause like it is that's i don't think I mean. it's ever been has that's it what yeah, I mean. yeah okay before okay. that as far as black people you're not gonna hear about it, it. that's what i mean because yeah. it was torn down early that's what i mean right. that's what i mean yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we definitely gotta. So I, I just believe that the answer for us is collectivism, whether it be, and we talk about it a lot. You know, whether we, when we just say support black business, we're actually articulating a type of collectivism, right? right? We, it may not be as far as what we're saying with buy homes, but what we're saying is, hey, let's all support this business so this business can benefit from our right. patronage, right, or or whatever it may be, but. That's, I mean, we, 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 we promote some collective ideas. It's just we don't necessarily put them into action at the level they should be. But that's really what I think is going to save us as a people. Individualism will not save us. 
I mean, we think we. I mean, maybe it's good that we got. It's good that we got an Oprah. It's good that we have a a Jay Z here. But or you there. don't gotta wait on them. Yeah, you can't wait on them. But also at the same time, most of us are not gonna get in contact with those folks. Yeah, never. And and those. What indiv- are you talking about? Oprah's my friend. On yeah, Facebook. you are good. <laughs> you know, you might be good. No, no, bro, that's Harpo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be good, but most of us are not gonna be able. If we need money, most of us are not gonna be able to call on those few. I think I read somewhere. Out of 200 and something billionaires in America, I think there was like six black billionaires. Mm. So the percentage is very is disproportionate even to the population of who what we are in right. America. Right. So, again, when you look at the collective, we, we are still not we're not there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we can still build from ground up. So we don't necessarily need to. Uh, rely on those of means to be able to get it together, although their participation would greatly enhance and speed up our I, capabilities in those regards. I tell you what, if this all goes off, you know, you're not going to need to rely on that many more people. That's what I mean. Mm. That's, that's exactly what I mean. No, no, no. That's what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, man. That's it. But yeah, a reevaluation. <laughs> Of our society, we we we've been able to see a lot of things to say. Hey, maybe this is not the best way to go about it. Yeah, especially for personally. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 All of us have said this ain't right. I mean, we've kind of implemented <laughs> it though. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of little bit, little by little bit, right? We watch each other's kids. Mm-hmm. We go over each other's houses and help each other with yard work. That's or true. we give each other certain bookshelves that mm-hmm. one somebody needs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like sells them. Yeah, you know. I ain't gonna go how far <laughs> where that where that bookshelf went. I love that you know? But but my point is is that we do implement the collectivism at some points in our lives, especially within our own relationships. Mm-hmm. We start ha- we have to start opening that up to those outside of our right. current relationships. Relationships to be able to get that full steam going, right. uh, so that we can get that train, you know, in a in a forward direction. Right. Not that I'm necessarily asking this, because I don't know if I like y'all that much, but I think it would would be a dope situation if we just imagine that we all had our families in one space, a space big enough to contain all our families, but at the same time, all our families we looking out for each other. And again, the babies that we have, they they're they're seeing this, and they're like, oh. This is how we this look is out. natural way yeah. for them. And this is how we look out right, for one right, another. Right, right. And looking out for one another becomes something that is innate now well, as opposed to something that... That's how you that, affect change yeah. over time. Yeah. And it's going to be generational. I yeah. mean, we can say it now with, I say, the the younger generations, the, you know, what do they call them? Generation Z or millennials and, gener- and Generation yeah. Z or whatever Z, the yeah, generational, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, the younger generation is now. You know, they're more conscious about climate they're more conscious right. about pollution and stuff like that and that's because those who came you know immediately before them was a little bit more conscious than those who came immediately before them right so, so you're right growth. you're right there's growth and it's generational yeah. and it's going to take a long time for the mentality to change but it's got to start somewhere and i just hope like for for covid covid had to kill so many folks mm. people had to die from it mm. people had to suffer from not being able to go to work mm. and people had to suffer from not being able to have health care mm. like i just wish that and hope that it doesn't come to those extremes mm. before s- society says we got to do it different yeah and that's yeah. what i think a hope is but well, you know we what to fight against the powers that want to keep it the same yeah. and those powers right are quite powerful yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah but 
Yeah, it's the it's yeah. the David and Goliath. Yeah. Somebody I saw I saw a description of a chessboard and they were talking about what if all the pawns got together? Not just the pawns of the mm. <laughs> of one color. Mm. What if the black and the white pawns mm. came together mm. and organized? Mm. Would they in fact be a formidable uh competitor or opponent to all the rest of those other pieces? Right. Based, you know, on the unity of the pawns. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's that could a, definitely happen because it, you have the numbers. Yeah. When you have the numbers, you get. But you know the the ones in power know. That's what I'm saying. The ones it. in power know that they're not numerically the masses, right? But they are the ones who have been able to create policies and pr- have the resources to promote images and notions yeah. that make those who are the masses buy into something that is really not for into them. them at all. Yeah. And you know, for me, like. When I saw, now I, you know, I teach at a university. When I saw I had poor white students who will fight you for not supporting Trump, that's when I was like, y'all are lost. Yeah. Because y'all think this billionaire is going to do it's, something. It's fighting for you. Right. Yeah. To change your condition. Yeah. And the only thing he's doing is letting, is reminding you that at least y'all not black. <laughs> All he's doing is it. stringing you along. And, 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 and then he's saying, Remember that black guy who was in office before me? Remember what he did for all of them and you were left out. Well, I mean, it goes back to the LBJ setting, yeah. saying that yeah, we yeah. were talking about in an earlier podcast, right? It's the same thing. You yep. make somebody feel better than somebody else, they're going to do whatever you want. Give them somebody to look down on. Yep. yep. And they'll empty their pockets empty for you. pockets for you. Yep. So what's the challenge? I- I'm going to challenge myself, man, to really look at some things I can do more collectively, yo. Yo, I need to borrow somebody's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got you. No, Got that's me doing something. Yeah. But yeah, man, that collective and 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 again, that ex- those examples that are out there. Well, for me, I think you know we talk about the small things, mm-hmm. and for me, I, I, well, maybe I talked about it and mm-hmm. the on ramping, and for me, it's it's starting to give up to some of the creature comforts that I have, uh-huh. right? Like. I'm realizing I don't need cable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing that we can turn off lights and turn and save energy a little bit mm-hmm. more better, a little bit more efficiently. You know, uh, whatever it is. Do you attribute that thought to the fact that you got a family here now? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A collective a beyond a yourself. Collective beyond yeah. myself. I have to do for them. Yeah. Which will benefit us all. Oh, right. Right. And so, I think if I can do that in the small setting mm-hmm. i can then start to extrapolate that yeah. out a little bit more yeah good idea no. good idea man. that sounds dope fellas do that here yeah. collectivism versus individual yeah is that what it yeah but yeah this is the time to really reevaluate everything yeah. from policy politics economics well I think lifestyle i think it's a microcosm of socialism versus capitalism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, individualism versus collectivism. Here's what I ask my students every semester. Not necessarily in that order, right? <laughs> <laughs> or necessarily in that order. But I ask my students this every semester. <laughs> I said, "Do you live? Would you rather live in a society where no one is poor, or would you rather live in a society where everyone has the chance to be rich?" Mm. And uh, when I break it down to them that way, still to the point, majority say they would rather live in a society where nobody is poor. And I make it clear to them that nobody's rich. 
but nobody is poor. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, it's everybody has a chance to be rich. Mm-hmm. So when I present those ideas to them, still the great majority of my class chooses society A, where yeah. not everybody's rich. Nobody's rich, but nobody's poor. And you still have the few that will be like, well, if everybody got a chance to get rich, you got those who will be like, yeah, I'm going for that. Yeah. But it, the majority chooses society A, and I'll always tell them, in theory, what y'all just chose was a social democracy or socialism, in theory. Now, I know a lot of times socialism in practice yeah. it's idealism versus practi- realism, yeah. the right. practicality of right. the whole thing. But even capitalism doesn't function Ideally, the way people absolutely we don't live in a capitalist, fully capitalistic society. There are rules that we operate within those boundaries, right? It's not a free market society. We don't let it would be way more difficult if we cutthroat than it is. If we operated in a truly capitalist, (laughs) we need swords. If we lived (laughs) in a truly capitalist society, I believe we would have become socialists a long time ago because. In a true capitalist society, when a business fails, we would have had no housing market. Yep. We would have had no, no auto, banks. no banks. Yeah. When those things fail, true capitalism says you don't save There's them. There's no such You're thing su- as too big to right. fail. No, yeah. You're yeah. supposed to let it fail. Yeah. We would have said, oh, this thing don't work. But we implement socialist practices, right. bailouts or right. whatever you want to call it, right. to save these industries that we know they got to be here. So. I say all that to say nothing really in theory, in practice operates fully like it does in theory. But I tell <laughs> yeah, myself. I'm sorry. Before you go on with that point, uh, uh-huh. it's funny. I think about it. We socialize the individual businesses. Yeah. But individualize the, social, the society, which is social by definition. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's what a, the We're bail. upside down. Upside. Man. And capitalism will not. Upside down. Up. <laughs> Oh Lord! Not necessarily in that order, (laughs) or necessarily in that order. But yes, so that that's that's great point, Rashad. I never thought it that way, but we 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 act and we do it in the inverse, right? We these things that that are you know we 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 socialize businesses and we individualize society. Holy moly! Preach. <laughs> y'all gotta watch yeah, this video. Yeah, yeah. If y'all ain't seen that video, you won't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that is um something to think about, man. That's something to think about. And I, I want to really, you know, I really want to think about that communal lifestyle. Maybe that's because I, I live alone. <laughs> but that communal lifestyle. I mean, even I'm just talking about or just when, communal activities. Yeah, yeah. If, even if you're not, you know. Yeah. Um, buying mansions with a couple other families or acreage. This is why I. This is why I think a commune is good because mm-hmm. you still you still get your own personal space. Say you mm-hmm. get your own apartment yeah, in a building, saying. or you get your own house mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's on a communal land, so we have like we bought a complex or something. Bought, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? saying. Yeah. So so you still get the you know whatever you need in terms of your individual space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's it's communal in that the the total totality of the space that all of y'all live in is that community that you're yeah. working on and then you can transition within that community yep, yep. or that space to be even more communal within yeah. your own give up your individuality a little bit yeah. like more. yo y'all come in here y'all need a tool y'all, yeah. anybody can walk up here and yeah, get this yeah, tool yeah, yeah. y'all need a ride I mean we all own these cars or, right. or, or not that we all own it. this belongs to anyone y'all right. go ahead let's, right the keys are yeah, yeah. on a board yeah, yeah. You the gotta cars run. are parked outside yeah, yeah. You, gotta you pick run. whichever one you want and yeah. you go with it and like you said there's probably way there's so many variations in which you can 
implement a more communal lifestyle without necessarily saying you're going to live with somebody. What I think is the main point that I hope we begin to recognize is that that attitude shift, I think, is necessary. And seeing the value in that in a time like this, I think, is necessary. That individualism is not going to work. It's not going to cut it. You got to care about your brother, your sister yeah. at some so. point. Yeah. Yeah. It's much yeah. tougher. And not only care, but you got to do for. Got to do for. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I define care because, I mean, yeah. if I tell you I care, but I don't do nothing. Through action, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I can't let this uh, episode go without saying I feel like my parents are, are the first idea of the collective. They, mm-hmm. they, they helped me so much. Ooh. in my life yeah before before i mean before i could even say thank you yeah you want to know how revolutionary if this was came damn all that this came to my mind no because <laughs> you know when something hits you you were like damn yeah. marriage as a revolutionary communal act like we frown on don't do it for the kids but yo just think about it some of our parents they did it for the they kids. Did it for yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. stayed the in facts. it for the kids. Yeah. And 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 it's and I'm not advocating, you know, if you feel like you need to get out to stay in it for uh, I don't know, but I'm just saying I know there's a lot of folks who who's that marriage was a communal mentality. Yeah, you stayed in it for the yeah. kids and you worked through whatever issues and just imagine if we that's why I, I'm, and this is another show, another time, marriage. You know, we, we can talk about marriage because I think right now this idea of marriage being solely based on this romantic idea of love mm. is oh, the one Disney version. Yeah, I think that's the reason why I heard today that I thought it was fifty percent, but I heard today the divorce rate is sixty-seven percent. Yeah, it's been fifty percent for like fifty years, but that's you know, it probably went up. Yeah. That's two thirds. So I heard it today. Well, I think COVID. We talk about oh, how COVID yeah, yeah. I heard has that had changed impact? the mentality yes. of people. This is showing people who they really <laughs> like, are. They really, yeah. man, like yeah. this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to get that. I'm out. But I think even <laughs> if we started promoting a, co- we have individualized. <laughs> gotta get to get to or <laughs> let me say, um, yeah, crazy. <laughs> the, we've incentivized marriage. <laughs> On an individual le- level, oh, like, you know, when you get married, this is what I get. Right. But what if we talked about marriage as a collective experience and, 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 and what it would mean for the collective? Yeah. Because in reality, the history of marriage was really about, and, and, and I'm saying more of its history than now, more of marriage history was based on the unification of families. families right. So it was a communal. Bringing together. Yeah, the it was a communal outlook. Families, yeah. And now in our lifetime and probably a little more before, but in the, the times we're living in now, it's actually it's about, the opposite. Right, it's, it's separating families, separating families, yes. two individuals coming right. together to create, create a, their own. an entire new family right. rather than these two individuals being Bringing representatives families of families yes, that yes, will come yes. together. Yes, 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 we'll talk yes. about that. Another episode, yeah. another time, but just to drop, to drop, to drop the statistic on it real quick. The divorce rate for yeah, was first right? marriage oh, yeah. is around 41%. Uh. And then the divorce rate, for the second marriage is like around 40%? 60%. 60% for the second marriage. Jeez. 73% for the third. Jeez. Wait a minute. So if I get married three times, it's a higher chance I'm getting divorced on every, every successful marriage? Go, every I mean, time? successive, not successful. Because <laughs> it's not successful. <laughs> every My successful <laughs> marriage resulted in a divorce. divorce. <laughs> I meant successive. We married. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Next. 
<laughs> let's do this. You know, let's dark try it again. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. So yeah. It, so the, what's the overall though? The overall divorce rate that was they, I right? That they do in different terms. They say okay, it depends on the definition. They're giving you two point nine per thousand. So percentage wise. Oh, I'm not a math major, me yeah, but I thought I heard I could have sworn that's point two nine. But when I was driving, I heard the guy say the divorce rate is 67 percent. I'm like, is it that high? Now, I knew it was more divorces than marriages, but I didn't know it was for every three marriages two end up in a divorce. I thought it was for every two one ended up. But but all this to say, we can all agree that based on those statistics, we don't got marriage right. Stay the with the one you love. <laughs> Sounds like. That's why, and I'm not. I don't want to get all into theology of this, but this is why I don't have. But I'm I don't do it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> I don't think anybody who argues about. I don't think heterosexual marriage has any grounds to argue with folks who support gay marriage. Is all I'm saying. I'm not getting into whether you think. I'm just saying we oh, don't have please, grounds man. because. Because look at how. Look, look at how. Rate did you look see, at the divorce rate. Yeah. Did you see? And I know this is on it. We're we're down a different uh, street right now. But did you see the backlash on what show was that? Was it Married at when when the show came out? Married at First Sight. That's the show. Yeah, it came out and married folks are like, "This is ridiculous." Mm-hmm. Like, is is it really? Mm-hmm. Is it is it really that ridiculous? No. Yeah, it's an arranged marriage. That it's it's our version of it's, an arranged exactly, marriage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But my thing is we. You have no grounds, anybody, like, let's, for lack of a better term, heterosexual marriage, you have no grounds to argue with anybody about marriage because our rate is horrible. Yeah. So what do we look like arguing with somebody else about, no, this is what marriage should look like? Well, show us then. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's, like, not, it's like somebody $500,000 in debt trying to counsel you yeah. on your own finances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, this is how you, you ought to save money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is how you, you, yeah, you yeah. put everything on credit cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because then you can get another credit card to pay off the first credit card. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that shit don't work. Don't work. So my thing is, we got, it's no wonder why we will try all these different, alter, what we might consider alternative lifestyle. What is, arranged marriages, at this point, it may it may have a chance of being just as successful yeah. as the way you've been doing right, it. Right, right, right. You know because what I mean? Because you have to grow on structure before you grow on love. Mm-hmm. And that structure is the foundation of yeah. that marriage. And then the love comes from that. It, it is possible and is historically how marriages, even in this country, mm-hmm. used to occur. And they've been... More wow. successful, haven't they been? Arranged. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay. The, the the statistic that I'm getting from NBC News: the divorce rate of an arranged marriage is less than four wow. percent. <clears throat> and do you know why? Because the idea. Oh, uh, not by marriage on first sight, because they don't do this. But most arranged marriages, it's not just you. Right. It's not just you right. getting married to another individual. Right. There are others who are involved in that whole and process. And invested right. in that marriage. Right. Right. So you are more apt to. Now, I'm not advocating if somebody getting a behind whip staying in it. But I'm saying when you get into an argument and you're like, I don't like this Negro. You know, you're more apt to say, but I got to work it out because right. there's, other, there's other folks who are invested in this. Other, yeah, other right. states. Right, right, right. <laughs> paid my right. dowry. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, if we looked at, and this is a show, I mean, I want to talk about this for real on another episode, like the marriage, this marriage is an institution that is in trouble and a lot has contributed to that. And I think one of the main, uh, uh, what's the word? Damn it. Thing. 
one of the main problems that is covers most words. Yeah, <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the main problems is the role that we have tied the feeling of love to marriage. Right. Mm. But we'll talk yeah, about that. Definitely. Well, anyway, if you guys want to talk to us about this episode or any other episode, you can reach out to us at Three Kings Talk on Instagram. Holla at us. We also got an email address. What's the email address? Three Kings at Three Kings Talk dot com. Holla at us. Let us know your opinions, your thoughts, your questions. We'll air them on the show. Yep. And we'll respond to you. Yes, sir. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Love you, brothers. Peace, King. <laughs> 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 He is here. Ooh. Ooh.